Okay. Today, I'd like to try to explore a very practical approach to Yamim Noraim. When we get to the days of Roshani Yom Kippur, as they actually start to become a reality by people, Yamim Noraim creates by people a tremendous tension. Because on one hand, it seems very much that we have to rectify our behavior. There's very, very big demands that come upon people. They feel the tremendous pressure to be able to meet the demands of Yom and Eroyim, where all of a sudden now they have to be perfect in their davening and perfect in their learning and perfect in their midot and perfect in their avodah Hashem. And that demand puts a tremendous, tremendous pressure on people. And also you go through the halakha, and it says in the Rambam that we paskin, that Yom HaKippurim is not mechaper on chatoim, unless you do teshuvah. And the demand of tshuva is a very, very, very big demand. First of all, a person has to stop the behaviors that he's doing. That's the first level of Aziva Sachet, is to stop being choyter. But it's not that easy just to stop doing what you're doing. There's a reason why you're doing what you're doing in the first place. There's the kochot hanefesh, there's the social environment that you're in that's causing you to do the things that you're doing. It doesn't just stop doing what you're doing. And all of a sudden become a different person. And then you have to do charot, you have to have deep remorse. And you go through the Rabbeinu and he tries to explain to you the feelings of the remorse that you have to have. And Rabbi Rucham says that Rabbeinu is not a Musa Sefer, it's a Halacha Sefer. And if you would have some feeling of guilt that's not connected to the way Rabbeinu says that you have to feel the charot, then it's not Mekayim, the mitzvah of charot. So it's not this regular human guilt that sometimes people have when they do things wrong. So that's a whole work in itself to make that charata. And then it says in the Rambam that you have to make a Kabbalah lati, that's the higher level of Aziva Sachet. Ad she'ayid alav yodea ta'alumot until Hashem who knows all your deep, deep secrets and He can read your heart and He can read your mind that Hashem should be able to testify that this resolution is such a solid resolution that Yasir Mimachshavato, that he removed from his mind any shaykhs to the chet and lo yashuv and he's never going to do it again. That's a pretty high demand. And then on top of that, you have to be able to do vidui in the proper way, which is in itself a complicated thing. Because vidui is not just words, you know. It has to come from the heart. It has to be real. So you have this tremendous demand, and then you read through the Machzor, and the Machzor has more Chatoim than you even knew existed in the first place. And now you have like this, you basically, you have 10 days to become the most perfect human being possible. So it's basically impossible. So for some people, they just get anxiety attacks from it, the demand is very difficult, they get very hard on themselves. But they even do the smallest you read the middle of El it's a, it's a lot of pain for them for other people they just say listen it's not Negea 
So we'll hope for the best, and we'll just go on in life the regular way, and hopefully Hashem will have some mercy, you know. And then the vidui only becomes like a chant, you know, something you chant in shul, and by the time mincha comes, you are so burnt out of vidui, you don't even know what to do with it anymore. So this is a problem I think that most human beings deal with. So we have to deal with problems of human beings because we're all in the same boat with this issue. So we'll try to give a little direction and a little understanding of how we're supposed to do something with this Rosh Hashanah Kippur. There's a lot of marmakayimists to what I'm saying, which I'm not going to go through now for the clarity of the speech. But I'm just going to give it to you as a matter of fact, so to speak. The first thing is you have to know is that a human being is a work in progress. It's impossible to say that a human being should be perfect. By the time Rosh Hashanah Kippur is done, you should be a perfect individual. And that's it, you're perfect. It can't be that there's such a demand like that. Because perfection is something that is a lifetime pursuit. And it's a work in progress. So you can't expect human beings to be perfect by the time Yom Kippur comes out. What, yes, is true, is that whatever work you do on Yom Kippur, Roshanah Yom Kippur, whatever work you do, is a type of work that has to have a hemshech to it. That it goes further. Meaning, it's not about being religious for 10 days, really religious for 10 days, and then when the 10 days are over, and you say, Baruch Hashem, I got my din, and now I can be normal again. And there's no hemshech to what you did. That's for sure also wrong. So to be perfect, you're not going to be perfect. To just go through it and play the play of being perfect, even if you do have the kaychasan efesh to be able to do that for 10 days, and then when the 10 days are over, you say, Baruch Hashem, this is over, and now I can move on and be myself again. That's also wrong, because it has to make some form of a change that's going to continue going. That's for sure. Okay? So now we're going to try to understand the basic idea of what we're trying to do here on Rosh Hashanah Kippur. The first thing is that a person needs to have a certain clarity of what life is truly about and what is expected of a human being to make out of his life. You need to have a direction in life. So what happens is throughout the year, you don't you get caught up with all the different things that you're involved in, and you get sidetracked. You get sidetracked with your panos, you get sidetracked with your family, you get sidetracked with all the different things that are going on in life, and you lose focus of what life is truly about, what your job in life is about, and therefore you lose focus on what really you're supposed to be which work is in progress. So Rosh Hashanah is very, very, very much built around that concept of understanding the purpose of life and understanding the purpose of a Jew and what he's trying to make out of his life through the circumstances of life. That means if Hashem wanted to make this world to be his malchus, and that this world should be a place that there should be no Ra in the world. And this place should be a place of Giluk for Shemayim. And he chose this nation to be involved in that work. 
And part of that work is not only to be mavatled around the Bria, but it's also to be mavatled around yourself. That you should be that person who goes in the path and the way of Hashem. If that's what life is about, it's to develop that person who is a living manifestation of the will of Hashem, a person who is a Kiddush Hashem, a person who brings Hashra'at HaShekhinah to the world, that's the person that you want to be. How you're going to be like that is we're going to use the circumstances in life to bring that out of you. That means, for example, if you get married, it's very important to have a peaceful marriage because your home has to be stable. So it's a good thing to have Shalom bias. But you have to see Shalom bias in a deeper sense. That this bias is the place that's going to develop my character trait. This is going to bring out the toiv in me. This is going to bring out the kikunamidas in me. This is going to be the place where I can be mekadosh and shemayim. This is my kelim to do that. So it's a direction in everything that goes on in your life. It's not the challenge. We have a life, and then we have religious responsibilities, and we got to do the religious responsibilities. No, everything in your life is part of defining the way that you're going to develop yourself to do your tafkid. So Rosh Hashanah is very, very much establishing what life is and what the world is supposed to look like and what is the Jewish person's responsibility. So now it sets up for you more clarity as to and where you want to get to. Now it defines the work in progress that you're doing. You have to understand you are a human being and your body and all the different parts and that's connected with your nefesh abahami and your guf diametrically oppose all the demands of the Torah. And that's your work. Your work is to use your seichel to be able to do that and to go with that. But that's only if that's your goal, that's your direction. Your direction and goal and purpose in life has to take up every inch of your life. That's why, let's say, for example, first thing is a goal wants to finish Shas. That's not really a life goal. Because then it only requires a certain amount of time to be able to, and a certain amount of kaychis that you do for that goal. But what happened to the rest of your day? What happened to the rest of your life? What happened to the other kaychis? That's not the point. The goals that we have to have are goals that are all-encompassing goals. And that's what Masil Sisharim says. Ma'choy v'asabay olamay. That's a life goal. That's something that takes place from the day that your das begins to work until the day you go into the caver. And it's all encompassing. Every part of your life. The relationship with your wife, with your kids, with your business. It's an all encompassing thing. And that has to be in front of the mind's eye of what is the goal of life. And understanding where you're holding in that goal, and you want to move ahead. That's the idea of what Rosh Hashanah is supposed to give you. Clarity. Clarity. It's a kibbutz. Rabbi Yerucham writes, it's a kibbutz. It's like washing yourself off. You have clothing, and you're doing your things, and little by little, dirt gets stuck onto it. And it needs to be washed. 
The human brain hashkafa needs to be washed. It's the washing of your hashkafa. And now you have a clear head. And you have a clear direction. What you're doing more in Yom Kippur is a very basic, broad, fundamental thing. Which Rabbi Shosalante talks about is being margish achisaron. Margish achisaron means I realize my deficiencies and, and that develops within me a desire to work. So the entire process of Yom Kippur is a margish achisaron. It means that what Rabbi Shosalante is saying, we are not on the level to do tshuva on each and every chet we did. First of all, you would need to know every chet you did, which you are unaware of. And then you would have to go through this process that I mentioned to you earlier, B'Shem De Rambam, on each and every single prat. And that's humanly not capable. But you have to be an oisin tshuva. An oisin tshuva means you are a person that if you continue with this path, in the Hemshech Azman, you will be the perfect person that you're supposed to be. But the only way to do that is to be margish a chisar. Not to know a chisar, because knowledge of a chisar won't make you change. You have to be margish a chisar. So this analysis, Vidoy is more of an analysis to figure out what your chisarinus are and what needs to be fixed. Now it's true there's a lot of pratim there. There's a lot of different behaviors that are discussed in that vidui. But each behavior could really be categorized into a certain koach nefesh that comes out in that behavior. So under the koach nefesh from Taiva, there could be 27 different things that are coming out in your day-to-day life that are affected by that incorrect Taiva you have. So when I analyze my life through the 27 behaviors Individually, I kind of get an understanding where my chesaron is and how it comes out. It's understanding it's being a chai margish bechesaron. And by doing so, it now takes Rosh Hashanah to another level. Because first I had the game plan. I had the general hashkafa. Now I have the personal uh, growth process in the general picture. So if I tell you in a general way, you have to become Ebed Hashem. That's a general thing. But how do, does that work in me? So when I go to Yom Kippur, now I have more of a clear picture of how it goes in me. I'm Margish the Chesorin. And by being Margish the Chesorin, it gives me the place to begin the work. Begin the work for every person is different. And where am I going to take the challenge? And what am I going to do? And that's what Rabbi Salanta says, is this small Kabbalah. Because that's where the work begins, that it could go further. But if I don't have the Ashkafa clear, I can't jump into the Pratim yet. So first I have to have clarity, and then I see where I fit in the picture, and where do I make the work to go further. And the third thing that we need to know and this is olive base, and that is the only thing that could fix the problems. And the only thing in the world 
that could bring me to the purpose that I was created for is Torah. That's the only thing. Barati Yetzirah, Barati Torah Tavlin. And Rabbi Shosalata says, in the areas where I am lacking, I need to learn the Torah that deals with that problem. And the Torah will help me navigate through the issue. So in other words, what he's saying is, why do we learn Musr and why do we learn Torah? Because if Torah Tavlin, so don't learn Musr, just learn Torah. What's the problem? The answer is very simple. You can't just learn Musa and you can't just learn Torah. Because if I learn Torah without being Margish Machesarin first, then the Torah will not have any relevance to me. It'll be a Chokhmah Ba'alma. So first I have to learn Musa. In Musa I will see the Chisaron. Then I will learn Torah and I will see and learn the Torah in a way that you will fix the Chisaron. If I only learn my Chisarinus and stay there, it's not going to do much. I'll be Marcus the Chisarin, I'm going to want to change, but now how practically do you change? That's Barati Yetzara, Barati Torah The practical change is through learning. But if I just learn, but I don't learn Musa, then I'm not Marcus the Chisarin. If I'm not Marcus the Chisarin, then I'm going to learn about Lashon Hara the way I learned about Subis, Besulinisis, Liyamavi. I got married 10 years, 20 years ago. So it's not the game for me. It's only this a thing that's like up in the air. So I need to make it Nugea to me. That is what is happening in these Yomim Neuroim process through Rosh Hashanah, Kippur, Sukkot, This work is the lifetime work that a person, A, has to get clarity in the picture. B, he has to imagine the Hashanah. C, he has to think of the practical way to work the chisaron using the methods of Torah, using the sugyot of Torah. That's the practical way. That has to be a person's thought process. Then it's an unbelievable yontif. It's the most uplifting, purposeful yontif that carries further going on. No, you do not have to be a perfect human being. But you have to be Magishakasar. So let's say I struggle with chakras. I have to think into that. Where is the chisaron of that? And then I have to see where in the Torah can help me deal with that. And some things I deal with first, some things I deal with second, some things I deal with third. I have to be Masada life. It's a work in progress. You will not be a tzaddik overnight. It's not happening. What you could be is someone who has clarity in Ashkafa. You could be a person who's Margish Echisaron. And you could be a person who begins the work using the tools that the Torah gave you. Gibaldic, Murdigayantiv. It's a Murdigayantiv. So that's basically what's happening here. Of course, we're davening for Hashem to be the Melech. Because when that Ashkafa is clear, and you realize that that's the purpose of life. So then you want life to work like that. Simple. And then when you're being magish to chesorin, by going through the viduyim for us, it's a hargosh of to make you an oisin tshuva, give aldik. 
And that's why they didn't even come up with their Kabbalah, the big Bali Musa, their real Kabbalah, they didn't come up until Ne'ilah. Because it's a work. It's a day of work. You're thinking, you're using your brains. You read the video, use your seichel. You see, oh, this behavior came up, that behavior came up, this behavior came up. So now I see a certain pattern of behavior within myself. It's a very personal thing. It's a muridika personal zakh. But personal thing is only in the game of the Malchus. You see, that's why they have to go together. Because Batsam Rosh Hashanah is global, and Yom Kippur is personal. So how do they get intertwined with each other? Even in the Amidah of, of Kippur, we're talking about the goal of the global mission. The Territz is personal and global is the same thing. You're not a person within a, by yourself. You are Benegea, Shaykhist, and Amalchist. So now you see where's your personal place in the Malchus. It's a day of thinking. It's a day of using your brains. It's a day of getting to know yourself. It's a day of direction. And then at the end, hopefully you'll come out with some behavior or Kabbalah or even to Kabbalah to learn Musa that you'll be a person who's able to marry your and to make a Kabbalah in Chizik and learning that you will learn properly to be able to find the direction how to grow. That's great. That is Rosh Hashanah Kippur. That's what Hashem wants from us. That's what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants from us. So if we're going to become totally paralyzed by the Avodah, and then you see a kid and he's walking around with his head down, and you say, what's the matter? He said, I want to kill myself because I was promising myself that I'm going to get up for Shachrit every day. And three days before Rosh Hashanah, I didn't get up for Shachrit. And I'm such a Russia. And I'm such a who knows what. That's not the point there. Or you see people stressing themselves out. In Arabic, you don't see that so much. Because, you know, we try to make sure that nobody loses their minds. But in the world, there's a lot of people stressing themselves out, especially young people. And that's also not what I call this world who wants from a person. He doesn't want that. Or what's more common in the world is a total cavalier attitude to the whole thing. And that's also what Hashem doesn't want. If a person has this attitude that this is what it is, it's life is what it's like, and as you're getting older, you just get used to it, this is what life is. You know, when you were a kid, you had a little of these aspirations, you had this idealism, you know, you thought you could actually become something, and then as your adult life starts to settle in, you say, this is what it is, and then finished. That's not what HaKadosh Baruch wants. This, this is the formula. The formula that I'm giving you is the formula of practical avoider based on big people. It's not Yaakov Arari's site. This is based on big people. Rabbi Rucha, Rabbi Sosalanta. These people were more religious than anybody you ever met in your life. And they were poiskim, and they were gedolim, and they gave you this mahalach to work. This is the halachalamaisa mahalach to work. So now... We have a few days. It's good to put time. Read your maksa before because then it's easier to work the sugya b'shas shmoyna esrei. Because you already know what the words mean. You got the basic concepts, but it's not learning 17 meforshim and a diak and a loshim. No, that's not tefillah's Rosh Hashanah. Tefillah's Rosh Hashanah has to be so down to earth and so poshant and so clear, and it has to touch the heart. It's not going to the intellect, it's touching the heart. 
That's what Rosh Hashanah means. Prepare yourself to go through the Viduyim, and you know what? If you make a quick overview of it over a couple of days, and you pluck out different things that you want to think about, on Yom Kippur, you can pick out things you want to think about by Abit, you can pick out things you want to think about by Chachri, you can pick out things you want to think about Musaf and Mincha, and then Viduyim is Gishmak all the way through to the end of Yom Kippur. And you use the day, the way you're supposed to use the day. And then you walk out at the end and you have something that you take with you further. You have that small Kabbalah and you take it with you further. But after 10 days of analysis and after 10 days of thinking, you'll actually remember your Kabbalah. People under the moment, they know that it's a scary time and therefore they make a quick Kabbalah just to keep Hashem happy. You know, they think they could trick Him. And if you make a quick Kabbalah, Hashem will be all happy and He'll give you a good din. And then by the time Cholomoyed Sukkot comes, they forgot even what it was, the Kabbalah. That's not the point here. So Bezat Hashem, we're going to do this together as a tzibur, as a oilum. The Bochum will be here for Rosh Hashanah. Some of the Yigalite will be here for Rosh Hashanah. We're going to have Shmuzin. We're going to have the Sudas together, the Davening together. And then through Asashmei Tshuva and Yom Kippur, we make the work together. And we bring out different insight and different understanding. But the plan, I'm giving you the plan. This is the overview of what we're going to be doing over the next couple of days.